previously on SDI and the Degenerate. No, but I like to go out and check out all oh, the yeah. NLWs in their, in their nice yeah. little costumes. Apparently, yeah, apparently it's the Super Bowl of Instagram. It's oh, like, yeah. yeah. Who's the quarterback? Brandon Allen, the Arkansas old Arkansas Jeez. quarterback, because Drew Locke is not back from IR yet. So Josh Allen's brother. Can he yeah. run as well as his brother Josh? Oh, we, Kyle Allen and yeah. Josh oh, Allen. Oh, Allen trio. Yeah, there's going to be three Allen wow, starting those, quarterback. Those, wow, those parents produce three yeah. quarterbacks? That's <laughs> unbelievable. Because I hate... Oh, on my actual birthday, I hate getting all the Facebook messages wishing me happy birthday because I never wish any of them happy birthday. Right. That, and then I usually, I, when somebody does wish me happy birthday, I usually feel obliged to comment and say thank you. Quarterback Sam Ellinger is probably going to be spending more time on his back this Saturday night than the Longhorns truly get. Well, I'm going, I'm going with SCI's team, uh, the Pony Pony Up. Um, I'm picking SMU over uh, late, uh, game six, six and a half points against Memphis is the ABC National Primetime oh, yeah. Game. Yes, first, sir. First, uh, first time SMU be on primetime football. Uh, I'm going with SMU uh, game plus six and a half against Memphis and the over on the photo. It's going to be a 305 Sands Pants Parlay Dolphins Money line, baby. It's happening this week. And you know what? At plus 140, I am throwing them in in the Sands Pants Money Line Parlay between Miami Hurricanes getting uh, plus 135 against Florida State. Uh, you got Jorge Masvidal at minus 170. You got Miami Dolphins at plus 140. You're up to uh, that parlay pays out plus 796. Let's call it eight to one for math purposes. Uh-huh. Yeah, eight to one on a th- on a Sands Pants money line parlay. That's not a bad parlay. Oh. That's not a bad one, dude. I, 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 no joke. I would uh, if that happen if that parlay hits. I swear. Not that we could find out on the podcast. But I'm gonna do the podcast next week with no pants. Oh go no. <sighs> What's up? Whoa, that was a that was a quiet one for you. Oh yeah, that was a thunderous wind. Yeah, that was a little quiet for you. Uh, yeah. you I mean, it was longer, but it, a little more silent at it, the same time. You're so tired from that sans pants parlay that you can't even you can't even do the whistle the blow right. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that won't get taken weird at all. But yeah, man, that's sans pants parlay. By the way, welcome to another edition of the SDI and the Degenerate Podcast. We are recording on this day, November 7th, 2019. And if you're listening 30 years from now, uh, I s- I'm, without, I'm, I'm without my pants. Just like, just like I said, I'm doing the podcast with no pants. Yep. My, Be- back's, against, my back's away from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not looking. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little awkward in here. It's, it's a really cold room, too. You know? It's not the, best, not the best place not to have pants on. It's going to be the second time this week somebody was hands pants and it was cold. That's <laughs> true. Well, you, you're missing. If you're listening 30 years from now, I don't understand what we, what just happened this past weekend. Um, the hands pants parlay hit at 8-1. to one. The Canes whooped up on Florida State. Jorge Masvidal whooped up on uh, Nate Diaz possibly forcing him into retirement. And the Dolphins, they, they they basically whooped up on the New York Jets. I know it was a one-score game, but they were, they were pounding the Jets yep. for the uh, most part of that game. That's how much Adam Gase has, hates the Dolphins, and he was willing to lose to ruin yeah. their thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your boy, your wonder boy, Adam Gase, holding yeah. all those timeouts. Right. And then, you know, being asked being asked after the game about uh, whether this justified Stephen Ross's decision to fire him. He's like, I'm not going to answer that. What kind of stupid it's, question? It's a, it's a stupid question. It, it kind of is. It's, it's a stupid funny. question. It's funny. What, what do you want him to say? Yeah, Stephen Ross did the right thing and fired him. It's a stupid What's he going to say? You're just... <laughs> You're, this is Manish Mehta, who's just angry that he was on on board with Gase, and he's been proven wrong that now he's just trying to get under Gase's skin. But I bet you next year, 
when the Jets fix their offensive line and they oh, sell yeah. out Gase and they're oh, and they're good, yeah. that Manish Mehta is going to be all back back in the good graces. <laughs> I'm surprised you, since you're a journalist, you haven't been out there at this. Pre- wasn't out there at the press conference. You had a, a follow up question for Adam Gase. No, I I only get one immediate pass at the Hard Rock this year, and I'm saving it for the Super Bowl. Oh, oh that's all. That's right. When we were doing the, when we were doing the show there from uh, Radio Row. Yeah. <laughs> from Radio Row. Well, no, Radio Row probably won't be at the at the Hard Rock Stadium. It'll probably be at the Convention Center. But no, uh, but technically, since we're a podcast, wouldn't would, do they have to have Podcast Row? They should have Podcast Row these days. I would agree with that. And uh, well, speaking of Podcast Row, I don't know how to transition to this, but oh, but speaking of uh, no, I, I, speaking of this, I I was really good on Instagram Radio Row in Briggle. Oh so, yeah, Instagram for Radio for Halloween last week. <laughs> so uh, I think I'll, I think I'll be good for Radio Row this year. <laughs> that was good practice. <laughs> no, you got you got your Instagram credentials. I did, I did. <laughs> I did. Man, it must it must have been wild. Like I mean, I remember dri- I remember driving. I remember having to drive to work, like for, uh, uh, on the the day after Halloween. Yeah, and. There was a bunch of road, no, closures on 95, so you had to go. You had to go through the. You mm-hmm. had to go through like Northeast Second Avenue, or get, get, eventually get through 441. Right. And there were still people like at 430 yeah. in, in, out in costume on the first. Right. No, no, I did not. My my credentials lasted as long as I wanted to, but I was I was home earlier than that. Yeah, it was wild and go, oh boy. I mean, it was I mean, it wasn't super packed at 4:30, but I still saw some people walking in costume. Like, oh, I better I better pass through yeah. this area quickly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, that's why I I don't drive on Halloween. I walk everywhere. Well, so, I, I no you choice. had no choice. You had no choice. And of but. course, the 95 was closed. Yeah. So I had to take you know it kicked me off and it put me right right out there. So wait, you just called the 95, right? I just said 95. Did I say D95? So it's funny because so I, in, in California, you say the 5 or the, five. the 805 or the 52. It wasn't until I moved to Miami that I realized that people just say 95. They or don't 395 say the, or, or three, Yeah, they don't say the. I know? mean, there's only 195. Right? It's funny because I was on a date once and uh, I said the 95 and the girl just starts laughing and I go, I mean, I know the 95 is a joke, but I didn't think that was being funny. So she just called the 95 and I said, I mean, it is the 95. And then she explained to me that uh, outside of Southern California, it's just 95. So if if I go to California, I start calling it five. We get on five. People won't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. People won't know what you're talking about. It's the five or the <laughs> 52 or the 805. I mean, if you're in San Diego. Oklahoma Aaron just texted me. Whoa. What's your, that's random. Adam Sandler gets choked up and really choked out in uncut popcorn trick cameo in the video. What? Oh, I gotta watch this later. Oh, oh yeah, well, definitely well, bookmark. Well, yeah, yeah, the bookmark. This is but, my text. Well, speaking of popcorn trick, uh, we were uh, as part of Sans Pants Weekend, and not only did those three teams uh, and Masvidal win, but you know they had the Heat, which I couldn't put in the parlay because the line wasn't out yet for that Heat Rockets game on Sunday, yeah. which they whooped up on any interview for good measure. The Florida Panthers beat the Detroit Red Wings four to nothing that right. same weekend, so every South Florida team yeah. won. FIU won. FIU won. Even FIU won. FIU won. It was it was full on Sands Panthers where I am doing the show now, and uh, we were also we watched Jorge Masvidal at the Cheetah in yes, Holiday at the spot the High Tech Sports Lounge, and uh, I still got made fun of because I brought my iPad because <laughs> of course we're watching the SMU Memphis game there too, and the USC Oregon game. Scouty Justin Herbert. Got no, the, no pad game for you, right? No total no pad game. Total notepad game. Justin Herbert, big big mover on the big board. Yeah, you think he's up there? Is he, big, is big he, mover. Is he number three or is, is he up to two now? He's up to four in the total power. Who's, who's number, three, number, three? number three quarterback. Number three quarterback. That's what I meant, quarterback. Yeah, so I realize that, of course, he got a huge game on Saturday. But, yeah, we, I know we, we got we to get to our picks uh, coming up. But, I mean, that, that, that cheetah, like, you know, I got I got a massage against, against my will, sort <laughs> of. 
Was it a Robert Kraft massage? Yeah, no, it wasn't that kind of massage. It actually yeah. kind of hurt. It was like it was like pain. Yeah. It was like a deep yeah. tissue like in yeah. the back. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I felt better afterwards, but during I was like, ah, and they kept telling me to relax. I'm like, I'm trying to relax, but this, <laughs> the, the, the stuff hurts. I think I told her, I think I told her in B is like try, Robbie relaxing is not gonna happen. <laughs> There's too much going on. There's too much action going on for him to relax right but, now. But at that point, the action was already over when I got the massage. No, the Hawaii game was coming up. Oh, that's right, the Hawaii game. And, and Canelo and uh <laughs> Canelo and, and uh Kovalev, which I don't think the, they still fought yet. I'm saying, have they fought yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that happened, and uh, I I mean I, I was I mean the, the sports lounge they had every single TV on the Masvidal fight, yeah. which you know I can semi understand because no, that it, was a bit of a payasa move. Yeah, that was a bit of a, yeah, I will save because, it, save it because you no I mean they're not payasa the week, but that was a little bit of a payasa move because you have you know four TVs right next to each other. You don't need to have them all in the Masvidal fight. And even at one point, I got distracted because I was focused on one TV, but the other TV was kind of closer to me. So it was like I was just being distracted because like I'd seen Masvidal like run in, and like it just zoomed in. Even though I was watching it, on, it was just weird. I, I thought they did a. I mean, it was great, great venue. That that place is awesome, by the way. But I thought they could have put the SMU game on one of the TVs. Yeah, that's why I brought my iPad. And everyone no, kept no, making fun of me. Everyone kept making fun of me for yeah. wearing Crocs and bringing an iPad yeah. to an establishment. Yeah, I don't know what's worse, the Crocs or the iPad. Now I, I'll tell you why, because I've been there before and I did go in there with Crocs and they let me in, so right. I knew. But you don't know this yet, but I do. I did bring backup pants and backup shoes. Oh, I, I believe it. Yeah, you just, do that. You do that all the time. Because just in case Saturday night they have different rules. Because I know that right. one place, I'm still, I'm still shell shocked with the one time we got kicked out oh, because of me. Yeah, yeah. Because of me. And so I did bring it back. It happened with Nashville Matt a couple of weeks after that. So yeah, And that was after you guys told him what happened to me. Right, and he's right, still right, like, right. <laughs> he's like oh, I remember I got in a fight with the bouncer that night. Because <laughs> he didn't let Matt in with uh, with shorts. And I said, well, that girl's wearing shorts. <laughs> Different rules. It's 2019. Yeah, it's, you know you what? Same rules. But the way they set up the sports lounge, it's different from the regular, you know, the escapades. Of it's the it's pretty much separate. Like you, yeah. you can go to the sports lounge and not be in the strip club at all. Or you can be in the triple and not be part of the sports lounge. Yeah, like they made, like it's it's in a separate room. It's actually like you know the women there, the women the it's are, just the waitresses. Yeah, they're, they're not. I mean, they're. I don't want to say they're scantily clad, but they're not. You no. know, they're not. Uh, you know, like any, like any other bar in Miami. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're not exactly. Crazy. I wonder if they're allowed to you know get you know dealing you know, that sports zones. I wonder if that sports sounds like a separate zone. I, I I'm not familiar with the laws because it's not uh, like you could bring kids into the sports. I mean, zone. if it was Miami Day, I'd be able to tell you, but that's in Broward, and I'm not familiar with strip club laws. Ooh, in I don't know. That's Ho- Hollandale. It's, it's like it's boy. right. It's right on the north, uh, right on the south side of Broward. I think Ives Dairy is the cutoff. Well, no, because Ives Dairy is it's still Miami, but I think it's the cutoff. Oh yeah, so we t- yeah we went to Hollywood. We one exit nor- more north, ah. and I think that's where Broward starts. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it's considered Broward. We don't. We don't. We don't we, I, I actually know what I would look it up, but I don't want to look up the cheetah and yeah, yeah, on the computer. On the computer, the computers here work. I like the other, your other job. Yeah, <laughs> that's. that's <laughs> That's it. I joke. <laughs> Hopefully, the pe- the people thirty years from now may not get that one. Which, by the way, well, I mean, the computers better work thirty years from now. Yeah. The Clevelander, they, might, they won't have computers thirty years from now. No, it'll be all in our temple. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It'll all be it'll be all in our temple. We just look up something. We just press our right, temple, right. and we can find the information. Yeah. It'll be a hey, hey Siri, and it'll just be in my ear. And but oh, yeah, it's funny. Siri just came up on my phone. Yeah, and uh, you know it's funny because thirty years from now, I just it's, it's I have a hard time grasping just turning thirty years old. That's double my life existence. Yeah, happy birthday! No, no, wait, no, I'm not someone that I wasn't my intention. That's what you were trying to do. I know that's what no, you're no, I was to do. not trying to do that. Yeah, no. Did you go to Denny's yesterday? <laughs> I did. I did go to Denny's. <laughs> that's the first thing I did when I got off of work. I'm like, yeah. oh, free grad slam right. Denny's. All right. And I hadn't done it in a couple years. So I'm like, oh man, I hope it's still cool. I hope it's still doing it. And sure enough, I go down, sit down, I just show my ID, and they go, oh, it's your birthday? Yep. Oh, boom. Yeah. And, and, you know, they uh, 
and they gave me the free Grand Slam. It was great. And then you go to another one after that? And I was thinking about that when I left. I'm like, wait a minute. I could, I could go to multiple Denny's. Yeah. And nobody, how, how, could, how were they going to know that I went to the other Denny's that same day? I don't think they put it in the system, no. No, I, I, they did ask me the year I was born afterwards. But, I mean, I mean, I, I mean there, there's a bunch right. of people born the same uh, day and year as I was. You, you want to know my favorite thing about Denny's? You know they don't have locks on their doors? So you get, like, when they're closed? I mean, they're, they're never closed. closed. Yeah, exactly. So they don't have locks. So Denny's a few years ago, they started, uh, so, some locations started closing on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they, they made the decision, you know, some locations were going to close on Christmas. And then the uh, managers or the owners or whoever was realized that they don't have locks. So they had to get a lock installed because they don't have locks on their doors because they're never closed. So theoretically, I could have a free grand slam for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, how would they? How would they know? You just have to go to probably three different locations or three different shifts. That that yeah, I, I definitely have to do it at three different locations. Right. That's that's very doable. There's, oh, plenty of, there's plenty of Denny's. Hey, go to the one in Doral. Go to the one in the Gables. Go to the one yeah. somewhere in. The- yeah, I went to the one on uh, on Biscayne Boulevard. Oh, yeah, there you that, go. That, that, that's that's the classic one. I, mean, I wouldn't say that's a classic one, but apparently that area on Biscayne Boulevard and 195, not the 195. Right. There's like a Taco Bell there. That's all. Like if you go there like at two in the morning, it's and no matter what day it is, it's packed. Yeah, packed to the gill. That's like where everybody yeah. goes. Right. There's a Mexican place right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know where that is. Yeah. It's not far from my apartment. Yeah, and so I, I was there. I'm like, man, I, I could have gone to multiple Denny's. The only thing, I, the only thing I've given him was a uh, my, my the year, my birth year. Right. Yeah. You know what? I should have. I did feel it. obligated to give a tip though, like just for, of for course, the service. Of course, yeah. no, that's the right thing to do. I mean, they they were still serving. Yeah, you. they were still serving. Yeah. But uh, I should have got to work late and met you at that Denny's and surprised you with a cake. <laughs> Because I know how much you love your bread, though. Oh, God. <laughs> like when, I, when we were at the cheating, I told Beast, I may make sure you remember it's Robbie's birthday on Wednesday. Don't worry. They forgot. They forgot. They forgot. forgot. They forgot. Oh, I never, man. But I didn't remind them. I, I reminded Beast on Saturday. Yeah, I know. But that was, I mean, the, the people forget. I mean, he was just, distracted on Saturday. Oh, yeah. He was distracted. Yeah, yeah. The Masvidal fight. Yeah, Masvidal fight happened. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and it's funny because Beast, uh, on your e- uh, on the bir- your birthday, you get a birthday email and it's Beast. right. He said that it was going to be in the email. He didn't mention that. Yeah, and it was it was it was a stupidest rap that Beast did. Okay. And then I'm like, I don't. I, I gotta send it to the guys, because but at the same time, if I send it to the guys, they might think it's my birthday. Right. So I was like, I had a catch twenty two there. Yeah. I ended up sending it to him, hoping they would. I mean, just to give Beast a money. Not only that, he's wearing a heat hat when he's a Celtics fan. Right. Of course. And he's doing this this terrible rap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I want. I they they got to see this. And then, and then Beast goes, oh, man, we forgot to wish you happy birthday. I'm like, no, no, that wasn't my intention. <laughs> that's always your intention. <laughs> that's not my intention. Yeah, that's always your intention. It's I, okay. I, I mean, I, 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 still, I did end up deactivating my Facebook. I still have it deactivated. My birthday could be today for all we know. Your Facebook's deactivated? Yeah. How are we going to call Tony and Phil? You have to reactivate it when we call Big Tony. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. We we, we will call those guys to get ready for uh, Tony has his lock, and you know LSU Phil has uh, it's LSU Alabama this Saturday. Big huge game. I don't think he's going to be as transparent about this on this call. I think I don't think it's going to be like the Texas call when he was more confident. Oh really? He's he's not going to talk about the Alabama cheerleaders. I don't think so. No. And so you know what? We better get we get started. We got some uh, Thursday night football. Yeah, we got to pick that Uh, the uh, Thursday night football tonight. It's it's the uh, relocation bowl. Oh, the relocation bowl. The relocation bowl. Oh, there was college football today too, but we'll start with the relocation bowl. So All we right. gotta get that one in there now. Raiders money line. Raiders money. You don't even know the spread. Right, doesn't matter. Chargers. Well, Chargers are one and a half point favorites on the road. Oh yeah, Raiders money line. And it's not. And it's not. It's not five hundred miles, obviously, from L.A. to Oakland. Uh, it is not. No. Yeah, it's three hundred eighty-six. I remember looking this up earlier in yeah. the day. But uh, let's see. Let's go. I got to give you the exact money line price at plus 115. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, 
It seems fishy. I'll take the I'll take the points. I'll take the Raiders plus the one and a half. Uh, UL Lafayette at Coastal Carolina. Lafayette, a road fourteen point favorite. Whoa. The Chanticleers. The Chanticleers are underdogs here. All right, CFC, the, right? That's just that's College of Charleston. Uh, we do this every time. Hey, damn. Uh, wait, what's the line? Uh, UL Lafayette minus fourteen. It gets the roided up uh, Roosters. Minus four. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. I think I'll take. I'll think I'll take Mike Tolbert here. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Mike Tolbert too. I'll take Carolina. Oh man, let me see. I'm mean, gonna pull up that picture again that we saw that we couldn't see last week. Let's see. Ah. Oh yeah, no, I remember that. Okay. Now, look, there's that band again. <laughs> there's the. Uh, there it is. There's there? the picture. There there's the picture that you had to see again. The, the... <sighs> so yeah, I'm going with the shot to clears. All right. Te- uh, a Temple at South Florida. It's even pick'em on the line. It's at South Florida. I'm taking USF at home. USF Temple. Two us have temples. It's it's even pickup, so there's not gonna be a money line price. Uh, I'll take Temple. I like Temple. All right, and so we're, we're moving on. Uh, oh, by the way, we had some action uh, earlier this week. Went to get into those games here. Uh, uh, Toledo and Kent State. Who you got? Uh, I believe uh, Toledo was a six point favorite. I'll take Kent State. Yeah, I'll take Kent State too. Uh, <laughs> Ball State, Western Michigan. Uh, Western Michigan uh, was a, also a seven point favorite. What do you got? There? Western Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take I'll take Ball State because you know Western Michigan. Wait, the game already happened? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was busy last night. Yeah. I wasn't watching action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you not be watch, watching action? Of course, I was, I was doing some other action. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be hard for us to get our picks in uh, for the next week's action because the lines aren't out yet, and obviously we won't have our podcast up until after these games end. But obviously, spoiler: Toledo won by two, and Western Michigan won by four. They did. Yeah, and Miami of Ohio beat Ohio by three. Oh, so rich. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, Sully. Yeah, he lost. Rivalry game. Uh, well, speaking of rivalry game, UCF Tulsa. Definite rivalry. Hell, that is a big rival. <laughs> yeah. UCF, a 17-point road favorite at Tulsa on a Friday night. You know what? I like Tulsa. Nah. I'd, be, I'd be tempted to take the money line on Tulsa. I like the Golden Knights. I mean, look, look, what is the money line price on uh, on Tulsa, the Golden Hurricane? Oh, it's it's uh, the, the the Golden Bull. Yeah, oh yeah, it is. is Golden Knights. Golden, Golden and assistant yeah. teams. <laughs> Plus six hundred for Tulsa. Yeah, come count me in on All that. Right. Also All Friday night, Washington at Oregon State. Washington's a ten point favorite. Washington's a mess, but Mike Riley's a bigger mess. I got Washington. You know he's not the coach anymore. He's right? not. I thought he always did that. He would go and leave and come back and leave. And yeah, when he left he, Nebraska, I thought he would be back by he, now. He would coach the Chargers in between. <laughs> is, he, is he like a Riley's father? Uh, no, I, I, I think no, but, you know, let's look it up. Lincoln Riley, dad. Let's see who's his. What? No way. That's no, way. no way. No <laughs> way. Mike Riley pops up. Did I just hit that? Like, Dude. By total joke? <laughs> we, we got Wikipedia Mike Riley. Click on that. See if it's the football coach. Oh, uh, Lincoln Riley. So Lincoln Michael Riley is an American football coach or former player. No, I yeah, right. But oh, that's Lincoln Riley. Okay. Right, right. We got to do the. We got to. Yeah, click gotta, on that. Click on that. And then go to father. Personal life. Oh no. Uh that's great potting. Great, great podcast. I mean, we we should I be on Facebook Live doing this, but you're hands pants. I think it's a different. Uh, it's a different Mike Riley. Wait, wait, I'm gonna say it's the same one. No, what you should do is Google Mike Riley. My, uh, oh yeah, do Google Mike Riley. Yeah, just Mike Riley. Mike, uh, Mike Riley. Let's Google Mike Riley. The, okay. All the, right, then hit that right. The, it, 
Children, Matthew and Kate Riley. Okay, so no, so no it, but his father is Mike Riley. Yeah, Lincoln's right. Lincoln Riley's father. Right, so I was right. We're not good. I was right. <laughs> so, by the way, we we were getting to the. We just blew past the relocation bowl. Actually, we'll save that because we get the bias of the week possibly. Yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get more in that relocation bowl, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get more. In, we'll get in depth. In in depth in that relocation. I'm a relocation expert, so. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> okay, Maryland at Ohio State. Um, I can't believe this is the, the big featured Fox game on noon. Uh, Ohio State, yeah. You're going to do this again, right? You're going to do this again. You're going to keep doing this. Ohio State's a 43 and a half point keep, You're going to keep doing it. You're going to keep losing on Maryland. You're going to keep doing it. Eventually, you know, I think <laughs> this, is keep a, doing this is a Vegas adjustment. Ohio <laughs> State, they've covered basically every game, and Maryland's been a train. But you're getting four, 43 and a half it's, points it's in a, a conference game. It's a hell of a lot of points. It's a hell of a lot of points. That's but you're six gonna keep touchdowns. Doing it. Are you going to take Maryland? I'm taking Maryland. All right, you're going to keep doing it? I'll keep going against you and making money and spending it at 11. I'm taking Ohio <laughs> State. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking the buses. <laughs> yeah, single-handedly giving back my Sands Pants Barley <laughs> is Maryland. <laughs> Penn State at Minnesota. Game of the week. Yeah, yeah. That's not LSU Alabama. Yeah, uh, Penn State's a six and a half point road favorite. I'm going with Penn State. I know it's a, it's an 11 a.m. kickoff local time in Minnesota. The Golfers and they yeah. haven't really played anybody. That might be a little overrated. Yeah. Penn State's been covering on the road this year. I'll take Penn State. Minnesota money line. Ooh, Minnesota. You know, you know what Penn State's doing after they were ranked number four in the in the poll, right? Feeling themselves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what happens to the teams that are always ranked high in the polls at the beginning? Most of them, they, they end up not being where they are. I'm taking I'm taking the Gophers. It's, by the way, it feels weird feeling myself when I'm like, oh, without, pants, pants, yeah. without pants. It, feel, it feels weird for me that you're feeling yourself without pants. <laughs> so, uh, Moneyline, by the way, plus 210. Yeah, if, I like you like, if you like the Gophers. I like the Gophers. All right. Uh, also, Vanderbilt at Florida. Florida, 26-point 26 26 favorite. I'm going with Vanderbilt, taking the points. You're going to take the points? <sighs> Tim Tebow, Florida. I feel like the game's somewhat. It's either. It feels like most of the time that game's competitive. Uh, Baylor at TCU. Baylor only a two and a half you point know, road favorite. It's funny. I'm surprised that line's even up because uh, TCU's the quarterback. quarterback's out again. It's got to be Baylor here. It's because of that. That seems fishy. I'm taking to Sue. I'll take it to Sue and then and, and the points just because of the, the fishiness. I, I think the Bears are going to have frog for, frog legs for dinner. <laughs> East Carolina at SMU. SMU coming off that miracle. Po- uh, Tony, by the way, covered. he covered that, and I had that in my Magnificent 7. I had SMU plus 6. But you pushed. I pushed. You got him at 6. Tony got him at 6.5. And we were at we were watching this game at the Cheetah, and we yeah. were freaking out because you know SMU was getting killed. And then yes, all of a sudden, were. they're down 14. The only way me and Tony can even push or win is if – they score a touchdown and go for two to be up six. This new did. whiz kid formula. Yeah. And well, Sonny Dykes is not that not not that young, but but that's the the new whiz kid data is where he's well, getting it's, it from. It's not data. They just have bad kicking, and if you're no, gonna have they, bad kicking, you all go for two. They do it in the NFL, like Doug Peterson does it in the NFL all the time. Doug I know Peterson, the Giants do it too. I don't know if I mentioned this on this on the podcast or not, but Doug Peterson's got two guys who are his analytics dudes, mm-hmm. and they tell him whether he what he should go for it on fourth down or he should go for two, and they give him like three tiers. So I don't remember the exact tiers, but we'll just we'll, for to make it easy, we'll call it tier one, two, and three. So if it's tier one, it means that you should go for it, but it's borderline. If it's tier two, two, you should probably go for it. Tier three, definitely go for it. And he's got guys. He he's the best at this. He he's got these guys that, that do this for a living. That's why Doug Peterson does it because the worst playing football is kicking is kicking a field goal. It's, it's, it makes no sense. But I don't think that's why they do that. That this is this goes. This NFL teams did it before. Sonny Dykes and Manny Diaz did it this year. It's because, right. it's be, it's because of like you know this this whiz kid data where it's like if you yeah. if you don't get if you don't get the two you still have, you still have a chance to get it the next time. Right. Like, but it, it, which is stupid because 
the two point conversion is like let's say a forty five percent chance at best. Right. Like if you miss that two point conversion, that doesn't mean your next two point conversion attempt is going to be a hundred percent. I don't think it's forty five percent. I think you. I think you have a higher chance. There's no way you have a higher to getting percent. it in from the two yard line. In college, it might be different. It's a three. Whatever, two or three. But in college, it might be different because the field goal is in a twenty eight yard field goal or whatever, Dude. like it is in the NFL. But I think in the NFL with these kickers that aren't, they're just not. They're not good anymore. I think you have a better chance. If you have a good team, you should be able to score from the two yard line. There's no reason why you shouldn't. And these guys have people that are that are way smarter than me telling you that they should go for two. So I'm I'm glad that they're part of the hashtag Never Kick Team. I, I see your various sources estimate the success rate between a two point conversion to be between forty percent and fifty five. Yeah. All right, so we'll significantly call it, lower than we'll the call actual. it forty seven and a half, whatever the average is. And that might be too high, but whatever the average is, it's less than fifty. It says uh, that forty-seven and a half percent. Yeah, that's right. Forty-seven and a half. NFL teams. Oh, they were converted. Two thousand eighteen. They converted sixty percent. All right. There you go. So sixty percent. That you have a. No, wait, but that was, that was that was as of October 9th, two thousand nineteen. All right. Now look at look at extra point NFL numbers. Um, sure. An extra point. Oh, we, we, we could do this all day, you know. Right. But I'm and saying, and like, the NFL, at least you're kicking it from the thirty. And, and that's in, what I'm saying. In, in college is different. In college is different because the two pointer is farther and the extra point is closer. But in college, you also your kickers aren't good. That's true. Like, how many of these college kickers go on to the NFL? But no, it has to do with, you know, if you kick the extra point twice and you make a both, you're tied. Right. Uh, and then you still have to go to overtime and win the game. So yeah. No, like, if SMU recovers the onside kick, they score a touchdown, tie the game, I go for two. Not for the extra point. You have a better <laughs> okay, chance of making the two-point conversion that's, that's than you do of making the extra point. That, okay. You do. Kicking a field goal is the worst play in football. You're leaving points on the board. All right, so who we got? Who we got? SMU at home against East Carolina. SMU laying twenty-one and a half. You know what? ECU hung around with the yeah, and, and, and I don't think Roberson will play this week either. I'll take way. East Carolina. I'm pony up. It's a revenge game. UMass at Army. Oh boy! Oh my God! Army is a thirty-four and a half Jeez. point favorite. A triple option team laying thirty-four <laughs> and a half. But you know what? I'm gonna do you, it. You gotta ride the train, right? Uh, UMass. They gave up. They gave up four hundred yards passing to the Liberty quarterback in the first half. Yeah, UMass is a mess. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, a complete. U- UMass they shouldn't even have. They should just. They should get rid of their football. They're program. cover every single week. Yeah, like I don't know what I don't know what people at UMass do, but whatever money they're spending on football, they should spend it on whatever they're good at. They're yeah. they're terrible. Uh, I will take what the Army Navy. Yeah, Army Army, Army. getting Army. Yeah, I'll take Army. Yeah, I like uh, I like Army too. I'm laying, especially since it was at thirty five. It, it got down to thirty four and a half. So oh, now you so the money's on the mess. So Ness, if you if you if you win by five touch, if you win thirty five to nothing, you yeah. win, you cover that that you know fifth touchdown yeah. makes a difference. What, oh, check this game out: uh, Western Kentucky <laughs> at Arkansas. But Arkansas, on, let me is, guess, let me guess, Western Kentucky's favored by three. No, nah, Arkansas favored by one and a half. <laughs> okay, right. But they're at home, only favored by one and a half. And it's Western Kentucky. So if it was on a neutral site, Western Kentucky would be favored by one and a half. Yes, is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. yes, it's exactly what uh, they're saying. Uh, I, I mean, I take you know what I'm taking Western Kentucky. Something yeah, tough. I think I, I think I like the fighting Derek McFadden's here. I think I'm taking Arkansas. Yeah, it, it just feels too low for Arkansas against Western Kentucky. But Arkansas, they did, no, they did have a, they already have a home loss this year to San Jose State. Yeah, all right. Texas Tech at West Virginia. Texas Tech a road two and a half point favorite. I'll take West Virginia. Take the points. No, I like Mahomes and Texas Tech. I, Mahomes is playing this week, so I, I like Texas. Tech. Oh yeah, yeah, they're really motivated. He's back. All right, so check this out, Purdue. At Northwestern, Northwestern one and seven. Northwestern at home is favored by two points. I'll take it, Purdue. Yeah, I like Sean Phillips and Purdue here. <laughs> Sean Phillips. <laughs> wait a minute, Sean Phillips. Wait, wait. The linebacker for the next, the, for the next linebacker for the Seawards. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about other. I thought my, you meant my more. old friend. That's right, you're right, you're right. Have I not told right, the story right. about when, yes, when you did, you did. Emma and I were friends. I was thinking of the other Phillips. I, th- I was thinking of the other Phillips who played in Nebraska, then got in trouble with a the Lawrence other Phillips. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We don't have to say his name on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we did. <laughs> By the way, Northwestern has scored six points in the last three games. Check out thirty-four to three, twenty to nothing, fifty-two to three in the last in the last three games. In fact, the only time they scored more than. 15 was against UNLV back in week two. Look at what they scored. 7, 10, 15, 10, 3, 0, and 3. Good God. Oh, Jay Adonde must be so sad. <laughs> and Rachel Nichols and, right. and Michael Wilbon. Michael Wilbon, yeah. well, Michael Wilbon won't represent Northwestern when they're doing bad. But when they're right. the other Oh, yeah, he's all about it. He's oh, all yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now he's too busy talking. Oh, he probably hates the Bears, too. He probably hates oh. the Wolves. Oh, God. You know what he's probably doing? He's probably, he's probably telling us that the Heat aren't good, even though they're really good. Well, I mean, they did get pounded by Denver. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tough place to play. Yeah, the altitude should be legal. Florida State at Boston College. Boston College, a two and a half point favorite at home. Florida State with a new coach. Yeah, who's their, who's their interim? Do you o- know? Odell Haskins. He was their interim for that one game when uh, Jimbo Fisher left for A and M. Right, so Dwayne Haskins' is dad. <laughs> I like FSU. I like FSU here. Yeah, it's always there's always a boost when you know playing. Yeah, they, team. They'll, they'll play hard for him. You know, Dwayne starting on Sunday for the Redskins oh, yeah. most likely. So I think they're gonna be motivated. Yeah, I'll take I'll take FSU plus yeah. the points. I mean, I don't like trust Boston College. Georgia Tech at Virginia. Virginia, a fifteen point favorite. At home, I'm taking Tech. I mean, Virginia has been shaky the past few weeks. No, I like the Long brother here in Tech, Virginia. <laughs> I forgot yeah. which one it was. Chris, Chris Long. Uh, Chris Long went there. Yeah, yes. yeah Chris Long. Utsa, UTSA, the Fighting Cokers at Old Dominion. Old Dominion at one and eight is a three and a half point favorite at home. Yeah, I like UTSA. Here. I'm, probably, I'm taking the, the Fighting Cokers. Yeah? yeah, I thought the Fighting Cokers were UTEP. No, no, that's uh, that's. The, 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 you can go the fighting Tim Hardaway's. You can go the fighting Mike Price. That's next, by the way. This <laughs> one, that, what are you look at that? What a, what a great segue. Charlotte at oh, U- against CFC. It, no, that, that's just regular Charlotte. That's, that's <laughs> CFC's College of Charleston. They don't do. They oh, don't this do is pro- the guy, This is the 49ers. Yeah, this the, is the 49ers. The defense. The 14 point favorites at UTEP. I'm dealing. going with the 49ers. Yeah, I, got, I like a Robler here. <laughs> Stanford at Colorado. Stanford is a three-point favorite at home. God, this game sucks. Terrible game, but I like Cardinal Stewart in Colorado. Yeah, I like Colorado taking the points at home. South Alabama at Texas State. Texas State, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Good God, that's a lot of points. I'll take it to USA. Yeah, I got to go USA here. All right, and for uh, this All right, next game. We're going to have fun now, aren't we? What's up, Tone? How you doing? What's up, Tone? Doing good, man. Doing all right, Tone. You uh, you throwing down some popcorn? No, I just have no dinner, man. That's all. Uh, we, we're also uh, this next game. We're gonna we're gonna call Tone. We're gonna call our former. Before we tell, give us your lock. Go ahead, Tony. Give us your lock for this weekend. Uh, I'm picking LSU minus six um, at, at Pasadena. I'm picking uh, LSU to cover uh, six and a half. All right, so six and a half. And by the way, Tony, that was critical. When um, you you got the miracle, win. you had six and a half for SMU, and you got the miracle win. Yeah, well covered. Yeah, what? you got the miracle. Yeah, you but you you won. Yeah, you, you won your bet. Philip. Hey Philip, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? We got, yeah, that's right. So we got both. We got both Big Tone and LSU Phil in the room. I guess we're doing like a little round table for LSU Alabama. Uh, LSU Phil Tony already said that his lock of the week is LSU plus a six and a half. Uh, are you feeling the same way? Obviously. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, I think that's an excellent pick, Big Tone. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think, uh, I think LSU's a playing pick there. Their defense has always been solid. This is the first time in, in many that I ever seen in that program that have a great offense. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, you got a pretty banged up Bama team. I think that is. 
that it is a good time for LG to beat uh, Alabama and accept that that's the losing streak against against them. Yeah, and I I actually think it's probably um, I don't really think there's much question about it. It's the best offense LSU's ever had, and now when the, you look at now, the but now the question is, do you see these teams facing each other in the playoffs? That's another question. <laughs> Tony! <laughs> Tony! <laughs> Tony, Robbie and I are the hosts here. Well, I'm doing this. 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 Yeah, but whether they're going to make the playoff or not, it doesn't doesn't have any effect on the LSU plus six and a half. Who cares? I mean, they can meet in the playoff. It has nothing to do with the LSU plus six and a half against Alabama this Saturday. I mean, I'll give you an answer. I think LSU has a better chance <clears throat> to make the playoff with a loss than Alabama does, simply for the following reasons. The game's entirely elusive, so an LSU loss would be more forgivable, especially if it's a close game. Mm-hmm. Plus, LSU's streak of schedule is a lot better than Alabama. So if Alabama loses the game, they're in trouble and um, because the only opportunity they have to have a decent win is to beat Auburn in the Iron Bowl. LSU already has a couple of good wins over Florida and Auburn, and the win over Texas looked good at the time. It doesn't look quite as good now, but um, at I least think, the cheerleaders got on their back. I think the pro- <laughs> I, I don't think both will make the playoffs. No, I don't think that's going to happen. But well, you know, you, you know, well, 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 strange thing to happen, and uh, I like I said, I think LSU's they're 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 playing great football. It's the first time, like I said, many they ever seen that program have a great offense. So. Um, I think LSU will eventually win. I think it'll be a close game. I think I think it's gonna be by maybe maybe three points or less because these two these two teams are very good. And sixty four the over under. I'm gonna go over, but I I slightly over. I I, I doubt it will go over, but slightly over. You know, Big Tone. I I think you're right on. I mean, my, if you ask me to to pick a score, I would I would say it's thirty four thirty one LSU. So that's a three point. Uh, difference in the total of 65, which is barely over the total. So I think we're on the same page. Yeah. And what about Tua's ankle? Like, you know, what are we like? I think he's going to play. And all, all signs are that he's going to play. Yes, I think he'll play. I think he'll probably be somewhere between, you know, 80 and 90%. But I'll be honest with you, I think even if he was 100%, I, I think LSU is going to win the game. Um, I don't think he'll be 100%. But here's something I wanted to, wanted to mention. And I talked to SDI about this the other night, and that is that uh, Dave Aranda, LSU's very highly paid defensive coordinator, he has a lot of exotic blitz schemes and stunts and and tricks that he dials up from time to time. And when he dials them up, they work. But what he's been doing so far this season is he likes to play it close to the vest in the first half and play zone coverage and try to get pressure with his front four. And the zone coverage hasn't been working. Um, Kyle Trask looked like a great quarterback in the first half against LSU. And then when they started blitzing and playing man coverage in the second half, um, they went on a 21 to nothing run, and, and, and Florida didn't score again. Um, similar thing happened in the Texas game. They didn't start blitzing Ellinger until the second half, and that's when they started to pull away. And so I think with this game, when you talk about – Tua's ankle injury I, and the fact that LSU has nothing to lose and, and they've lost to him eight years or eight games in a row and they don't have the, the you don't have the luxury to just sit back and play it close to the best and wait and see what happens by trying to just play zone and get pressure with your front four 
because next thing you know, you'll be down 21 to nothing to Alabama. So I think he's going to dial it up from the beginning and see if Tua is able to handle the pressure, if he's able to get away from it, or if they're able to get to him. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. Uh, I saw Jonathan Vilma, who he says some pretty crazy things, by the way. I think before the week of the Florida game, he said that Florida's defense would make Joe Burrow look like a game manager. Well, in that game, Florida had zero sacks. Burrow was 21 for 24 passing for 293, three touchdowns and no interceptions. So uh, Vilma's off from time to time with his analysis, but he said he wants to see LSU in the first 15 plays of the game walk the corners up, play tight coverage, blitz, and see what um, what, what uh, Tua can do. And he said he wants to see it, and I think we will see it. And uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. That makes so. sense. I mean, if Tua's not going to be as mobile, go after him, see if he can get around and try to hit him and right. make him uncomfortable. And and, and Alabama's defense, Alabama's offensive line is is elite, and LSU has zero chance to get pressure with just the front four. Right. And so you might as well play man coverage, and when you play man coverage, you run the risk that they can take a slant to the house. And so I think LSU is willing to take that risk because they know what the alternative is. And so the, it's the game. It's going to come down to whether or not LSU's defensive backs can tackle the, the Alabama receivers in space. Mm-hmm. And limit them to you know four and five yard receptions, and not you know miss the tackles and give up home run plays. So um, I, I, I agree with both of you guys. I like LSU to hang around and hang, hang around in this game. I'm not going to say LSU is going to win, but plus six and a half. But I'm, my only concern is it feels like LSU is going to be a very public underdog. And you know what happens when everybody's on the side in the same side as the underdog? That's when the fa- that's that's when the favorite strikes. Yeah, I mean, look. The fact that so many people in the national media are picking LSU is surprising to me because it, I'm going to throw out some quick numbers. Um, I'm a I'm a stats nerd, and so here's some some interesting stats. Since Saban's first season, first season, so we're talking starting his second season, 2008, Alabama's record overall 147 and 15. I think that's an insane statistic in itself. But in though over those years the same time period since beginning of 2008, they have five national championships and only four losses in home games. Hmm. So Sorry. so many people picking LSU to win, to me, is crazy. I mean, obviously, you understand why I'm picking them. But um, um, the four home losses since 2008 is, is a ridiculous statistic. So yeah, I'm going with LSU. SDI, you're going with uh, what do you? Who's your pick for this game? I, I think LSU is a better team. I like LSU money line. So here. we're all four of us on the safe side. Usually that doesn't go well in college game. No, day. I mean that, the four means, guys that means the Alabama's same... going to win by 21. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize in advance, LSU Phil, but it's an honor to have you with know, both the master and the sensei of the popcorn trick here in the same room. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm just a Padawan. One day I'll, I'll hope to be a Jedi. But, uh... <laughs> Tony, you got any more thoughts? Uh, I'm not in much of what you say cover. I think you know, the LSU got to be aggressive. And I totally agree what he said. And if they're going to win this game, they got to be aggressive on defense. And they got to need to handle. And in the offense, you got to handle the uh, our defense and and hope Florida make the right throws. Because you know, you're you you're in a hostile environment and in Tuscaloosa. And it's, it's always get a good, good, good start on the road. You know, hopefully – LSU get a good start on the road and help require the crowd early on because that, that would help LSU yeah. offense to a degree. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so, like I mentioned, they only had four home losses since 2008. One of those, Johnny Manziel jumped out to a three-touchdown lead and held on to win. And so, obviously, if LSU can jump out early, it'll just give them more and more confidence. And that'll, you know, th- that could be a big uh, a big factor in whether or not they're able to, you know, go on to win. If they fall behind early, it's going to be even more difficult. So, um, I think it's important that LSU gets off to a quick start, and I think they will. And, uh, you know, I think I, I've been waiting eight years for this game. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, All right, gentlemen, we'll let you get back to your uh, your popcorn uh, trick training. Uh, wax on, wax off with <laughs> the popcorn. <laughs> uh, Tone, LSU, Phil, uh, thanks for giving us your in-depth analysis. Both of you guys like an LSU. Okay, thanks for having me. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank Man, that was an intense breakdown. Man. That was good, man. Was it too, was was, it too nerdy? No. Can we get too sports nerdy? It's, it's the best college football game of the year, man. I, I don't care if it's too nerdy. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, we're a sports podcast at the end of the day. Man, we, we it's the biggest game of the year. We didn't have time to get into it, but, I mean, that's a monster notepad game. Aside from the, the betting aspect, you know. Oh, yeah, for you, yeah. Joe Burrow, uh, Tua Tagovailoa, right, Jerry Ruggs, worry, Jerry Jury, about, Grant Delpit. Right, now you got to worry about who looks worse because that's who you're going to get now that, now that Adam Gase let you beat him. <laughs> That's right. Wait, well, hey, get the get the master giant scroll out there. Just be yeah, hell yeah. writing down the notes. I mean, I may have to go back to the cheetah. And right, it, right. You know what? At the high tech sports lounge, because the Miami Hurricanes also play at that exact same time. Oh yeah. They also play at three thirty. In fact, we'll get into that. We'll pick this game. I think. I think you should have. If you go to high tech sports lounge, you'd have the, the the main game. Then you can have the. You know how ESPN does the. Oh, this is a CBS game. Never mind. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It is. It is a CBS game. You, you want to do like the the, the like the. ES- you get like the 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 camera on top, yeah. and then you get like all the angles, but only ESPN does that. This is a. This, this is a CBS, CBS game. game. Oh, great. Which, by the way, I mean, we, we could have easily got into it there. Like, you know, the fact that it's a 3.30 game and that, you know, that CBS used their one nighttime bullet on Georgia and Notre right. Dame. Right, It would have been great because then we can watch the Canes game, you know, Canes and Louisville, yeah. without any conflict of the LSU-Alabama game. All right. And if, you, if, if I were to go to this game, which I'm, I can't say I'm not going to this game, I, things can always happen. I, I would have to bring my iPad to the, to the game. But is the Wi-Fi that good at Joe Robbie? It might not be, but I have to, I have to gamble and hope it is. You might, you might want to get the Beast Suite so you can have the, the LSU <laughs> game on, on the TV. No, no, the Cheetah had great Wi-Fi. We were streaming. Woo! Yeah, they did have way great, great uh, Wi-Fi. Am I going to be the only guy that goes to an establishment that's like you know getting uh, aroused over yeah. the streaming as opposed to the, you know, right. the ladies? We walk in. I, I look right, and I go, ooh, we got some NLWs in here tonight. Robbie goes, oh, the Wi-Fi's phenomenal. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened, too. <laughs> right, right. We get there. Robbie's setting up his iPad on the table, and I'm like, I'm going to do a round. I'm going to go check this out, see what's going on. We got to set up the Wi-Fi. We got to put the NSMU game. It was a big game for SMU, so I'm glad you did. And I was able to, uh, the ESPN app. Yeah. It lets you picture in picture. So I went to my Fox Sports Go at uh, during halftime. It brought up the Oregon USC game. Uh-huh. And we were doing a little picture in picture, but Fox Sports Go doesn't let you put that game in picture in picture. So if I wanted to watch the Oregon game with the SMU game right. on the side, it was totally doable. Oh, and we have to talk about the escapades that we had uh, driving up to uh, driving up to the Cheetah. <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> we had to get to we, we had to we were driving during the Breeders' Cup, and so I like to see you know yeah. the horses walk out. But obviously, I'm driving. Right. right so Robbie's driving. LSU fills in the front seat. I'm in the back seat. Uh, you're charging your iPad. Yeah. And so iPad's next to me, and then. Uh, 
Go, you wanted to see the horses walking out. Yeah, yeah, which I could So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had to give you the iPad so you right. give me the play-by-play of what's happening with the yeah. horses. So I go into your horse, your horse app, and uh, hit Santa Anita, and uh, like, oh, number one, number one's calm. <laughs> all right, number two's calm. <laughs> number three is calm. Oh, that's a good jockey on number three, but he's calm. They were all calm. They were all calm. Yeah, nobody was it. acting up, so I didn't place any additional bets outside of betting on Tony's horse, which I lost. But Tony's horse was uh, leading the way. He was for the for most part of the race. Yeah, when he was leading at the at the third mark, I was a little. Uh, that's not gonna happen. And by the way, like the track, man. I mean, we were watching. They kept talking about it in the car. Beautiful track. It is. <laughs> it's it's probably the most beautiful track. If the only one that I would, and I'm a little biased here, but the only one that's as or more beautiful is Del Mar, because Santa Anita has the mountains, which is really nice. But Del Mar has the, the ocean. ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like, you're watching the horses. I remember watching Zenyatta, and she was running around. She was a filly, right? Yeah, Zenyatta. Yeah. I think she was a filly. So I'm watching Zenyatta running around Del Mar, and it's like I'm watching a, a beautiful filly kicking butt. And I have the uh, the ocean in the back. And then, of course, sure enough, another horse died at the Santa Anita. Yeah. Santa Anita <laughs> the I can't believe they're still in the Breeder, Breeders' Cup there, but we're, 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 that's another topic. But they rotate. They rotate between all the other No, teams. I understand. But with, with what's happened at Santa Anita this year, I thought maybe they would move. No, they talked about it, and they said, you know what? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on. Yeah, well, what's well, another dead horse? <laughs> Kansas State at, at Texas. So we'll get to the Cades game in a little bit. But Kansas State, check this out. Texas. Unranked against 16th Kansas State, Texas at home, seven point favorites. I know at one point Texas was as high as a number nine. Yeah, but uh, I, this seems fishy. I, I think I, I don't think I think I'll take Kansas State. Ka- Texas only beat regular Kansas by two points, and they're giving seven to Kansas State, who whooped up on Kansas last week. I'll take Kansas State. Should I keep writing it? Should I keep writing the Kansas State money line? Yeah, trade? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. It worked for Oklahoma, so I, I, maybe I should keep writing the money line trade. If they're they're getting seven points, and they're they're ranked, and Texas is not good. Texas it feels like a trap, though. No, right, but you can tell that Texas is missing Shane Bouchelle. This, this Ellinger kid's not that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. It's plus 210, by the way, if you like the Kansas. Yeah, I'll pick uh, Texas. Kansas State money. Wake Forest at Vatek. Uh, Wake on the road as a two-point favorite. I like Virginia Tech. I think Wake is, could be looking ahead to Nick next week. They play Clemson. Oh, rivalry game. Yeah, yeah, and it could border be border war. Border, border war. I, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, I think Virginia Tech money line. Right? Yeah, I like Frank Beamer here in, uh, in in Virginia Tech. You know, today on this day, November seventh, two thousand nineteen. Today is the five-year anniversary of their game against Wake Forest. To the day, five years okay. ago, they had a zero-zero. Tie at the end of regulation, and there's a, jo- a meme of Frank Beamer lifting his hands oh, up. He's super excited. Yeah, yeah. And they went to overtime. I think I forget who won, but the final score was six to three. Okay. I don't remember if it was in one overtime or if it was a two. Right. And it was a five-year. Today's a five-year anniversary. I'm sure 30 years from now it'll be the 35-year anniversary. Right. Some so, sort of commemoration so of Frank, that game. Frank Beamer's hands pens and 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 tech tonight. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He loves the zero zero. That Frank Beamer. Sense <laughs> fans, just like me right now. Right. By the way, it's a little cold in here. Yukon yeah, right. at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, a 35-point favorite at home. Taking Cincinnati. I'm laying them all. I'm laying all the points. You ready for this? No, no, you can't. Cincinnati. Okay, I was about to say, you can't go UConn money. I don't think you can even get it. I don't even think Ray Allen can help him at this point. <laughs> or Rip Hamilton. <laughs> right, right, right. Georgia Southern at Troy. Jossel is a three-point favorite at home. You're I mean, on the road, it's at Troy. You're going with Luda? I'm going, uh, no, that's, that, that's Georgia State. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Georgia Southern is Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon? Yeah, he went to Georgia. He was a quarterback. A, they run a triple option. Okay. Where's he now? Why do I know that? I name? think he's in the 49ers. Okay. He's oh, he's in the running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Vikings guy. Yeah. He was now in the Niners. He was a quarterback in college? Yeah. Oh, look at that. You learn something new every day. Uh, I'll take Georgia Southern here. I'll take Georgia Southern. Lay the three points. There we go. Louisville at Miami. 
The Canes are six and a half point favorites at home, just like the basketball team. Louisville was a six and a half point favorite the other night, and they oh, rolled over the Canes. Whooped. Whooped on them. And by the way, this whole ACC opening night thing, we knew about this last right. week, but nobody else knew about it. Yeah, it was that. like a, it was breaking news. Yeah, it stuck, and not just for the Miami game, but like for everybody. For everybody. Like yeah. the fact that the ACC is like, what? ACC's playing conference right. games already? Like as if the schedule wasn't out six months ago. Like everybody was breaking news. Well, it goes to show you what a terrible promotion they did of promoting the, because I don't think anybody, whoever's in charge of the Canes, uh, basketball marketing should be is inept to be honest right. with you. I mean, this Kate's football they make pro hype videos after a loss <laughs> of Virginia Tech, but when a, you have a huge monumental basketball game on your home court to open the season against the number five team in the country, nobody knows about it because you're not you're not promoting it whatsoever. Right. I will say this: if if it wasn't for this podcast, I would have no, no, yeah, I would, would have, have no, no idea. idea. No, and I live I live 15 minutes from the Watsco Center, and I would have had no idea. Just hop on the metro, and boom, right there, right, right, right across. But the I would have had no idea that Louisville was in town. And you're you're plugged into the social media and the, and the sports. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I would have had no idea. Uh, and you know, there's, there's, you're not alone. There's many local prominent radio hosts down here yeah. that when they were told that the game was that day, is like what? Right. I probably would have found out the day because I would have been like, why is why are Hawkman and Crowder at the Watsco Center? Like, what are they doing at the Watsco Center? They're pl- like. Miami's well, to like just some... give a little backstory into the 790 the ticket uh, programming that day, I host the morning show with Toby Lee and Beast. At least I still do. Maybe 30 years from now, I'm not. Oh, doing at the Cleveland, 30 years from now. Right. Come on, huh? 30 years from now, we're probably not doing that show anymore. Uh, drive time. Years, drive time at the Cleveland, three to seven. <laughs> but we got our headlines sent to us. Uh, Tobit sends out the headlines every day, and he has a list of stories and games. He had the Heat. The Heat were playing that that night right. against Denver, and there was no mention of the Miami Hurricanes right. game. So I, I I replied in the email like, Hey, bro. Miami Hurricanes play Louisville. Yeah. And th- if it wasn't for me doing that, we would have not talked about right. it on the toe. Yeah. And then the show following us, Zaslow and Amber, I forward that same set of headlines mm-hmm. to them. And and I I even edited the headlines to put the Canes game in there. And and when Amber read the headlines, oh, Miami hosts a Louisville tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zaslow's like, what? Right. Miami hosted Louisville tonight? Wait, how do, why didn't I know about this? Right. Like, it was just terrible. John, not to, it doesn't help when nobody has the ACC network. Right. Big game right. or not a big game? What does Zaslow think? Oh, I, I, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously they, the Canes got whooped. Was it, was it, was it bad, was bad news for the Cardinals? Bad, bad news for the Cardinals. Well, it was uh, bad news for the Hurricanes. Uh, and uh, by the way, this Hurricanes basketball team, that's going a long ramp, but God, God, you thought the Heat were bad at free throw shooting? This yeah. is maybe the worst free throw shooting team in the history of NCAA. I know you're not allowed to comment on this because you, you, you've done promos for them, but I think it might be time for Larry Nieger to go. Uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there I, yet. I think, I think we may. I think we gotta get the short list. I right mean, uh, well, look. The reason his offense, like he doesn't run offensive sets. He's just he he gets recruits and he he used to play defense, but not anymore. He even self admitted to the paper that we're not a good defensive team right. even before the game against Louisville. But uh, he's just he gets he gets talent. As far as him as a coach, maybe he's a little shaky. But when you go th- to three straight NCAA tournaments at the University of Miami basketball, which is super hard to do, like you almost get like a lifetime pass. Well, he made, he's problem. had two two Sweet Sixteen appearances. No, I understand. I mean, it was great. And I, mean, really, I mean, the only thing could get Frank Martin would I be right. interested? Oh, well, Frank Martin's coming home, maybe. Yeah, I, don't yeah, know. I mean, it's not a. I don't know. I think Miami basketball. And, it's not. It's not a worse job than South Carolina. Uh, and you know, and he did. He did just get a monster recruit a commitment for next year. Now the T- Timberlake's kid. I don't know his name's Timberlake. Oh, yeah. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know if it's wow. actually Justin Timberlake's kid, but which, by the way, that Cole Anthony from North Carolina who had thirty four points the other night. I mean, listening for thirty years from now, he might be a Hall of Fame NBA player. Carmelo right? Anthony's kid. It's Greg Anthony's kid. 
Wow. Greg oh, Anthony's kid. Did he go to UNLV? I want to lose yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyways. Guess, yeah, the money's not as good at UNLV now that that coach is in there. Yeah. Playing out on his name. Tarkanian. <laughs> now that, now that the rest, Shark is in there anymore. Yeah, maybe he rest in peace. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he, did he, did he did pass. He did pass. But uh, uh, Louisville at Miami. By the way, there's a good amount of Louisville fans at the game. I talked to some of them. I was at the game. Yeah, I'm are like, they going to stay? Yeah, yeah, they're good. They were, they're, they're, some of them are there all week. Yeah, they're doing the the the, the three oh five vaca- week vacation. Some of them like it caught them by by surprise. Like they were they made the trip just for the football game, and then it got announced that the basketball team was right, playing so them that same week. Or they came in a little early. Yeah, that's cool. It's, so uh, yeah, Miami six and a half point favorites. Uh, three thirty on Saturday against Louisville. I, I'm taking Louisville. I, I think the Cades are they had a great win last week. But I think that they never cover the game after Florida State, whether they win or lose. Right. And it could be an ant eh, crowd. And, you know, especially all these Cardinal fans stay for the, the football game. Right. I think Louisville's not bad either. Five or three, I think Louisville hangs around. You know, I think I'm back on the, I think I'm back on the boat. I think I'm back oh, on the no. Navy's boat. Oh, no. You got I, the GIFs? I think, I got, I think I'm back on the GIFs. You got to cover the six and a half? I think, yeah, I think they went out right. I Probably mean, I think favorite. they win by seven. Seven. So, yeah, I think they win by seven or more. USC at Arizona State. Arizona State, it's a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I, I'm taking a, I'm taking a, That seems low for a home favorite. Ugh, I'll take it Arizona State. I don't trust USC. You take Herm? Take it Herm. Uh, no, I'm fight on. I'm taking, I'm taking the Southern Cal. UAB at Southern Miss. Southern Miss is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I'll take it. And it gives on NFL Network. I'm taking the Blazers. UAB yeah, plus seven. Right, right. I'm going to take Brett Favre. Illinois at Michigan State. Michigan State a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Everyone seems to be on Illinois. This is the public underdog I'm scared of. I'm taking Mississippi, uh, Michigan State. Yeah, I was going to go Illinois money line here, but I don't trust uh, the coach, Bobby Smith. So I think I'm going to go with, with Mike D'Antoni and uh, Michigan State. Well, I actually said the name of the guy who was actually coaching the team. I thought you were no, gonna... no, no, that's Mark D'Antonio. I said Mike D'Antonio. Oh! <laughs> I said oh, the you the got Rockets. me! You I got, got me! <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that, was no, that, was, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then, yeah, then I think Mike D'Antoni has a brother who's a coach of Marshall basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Iowa at Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Wisconsin in a rivalry game is uh-huh. a nine and a half point favorite. That seems like a lot of points for a rivalry game, but I'll take but I'll take an Iowa scared to do it. No, I like Jonathan Taylor to bounce back here. I think he's gonna have a good game. I like Wisconsin. I know he's there. I got it right. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. I just like him. He's a good ready man. Well look at this one. New Mexico. New Mexico State at 0 and eight at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a twenty nine point favorite home. I'm taking Ole Miss. I'm laying the points. No, I like New Mexico State here. North Texas at Louisiana Tech. La Tech, a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Uh, I'm, take, I'm taking La Tech. I'll take U- UNT. UNT, ooh, that's an upset. Georgia State at Ludacris at yeah. UL Monroe. Luda, a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. I'm taking UL Monroe. I'm taking the Warthog. Sorry, Luda. Yeah, this is the first time you go against Luda, so I'm going to go with Luda here. I'll take Georgia State. <laughs> too fast, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> Florida International at well, No! Well, I can't believe I said that. I got to the point where I'm reading reading the games because normally I would say FIU. Right. And I just blew through like Florida International, which nobody calls unless you're disrespecting them, yeah. which Mark Rick did the week before they played FIU. They're like, oh, we got Florida International. But it's a FIU at FAU. They call this game the Shula Bowl. Oh, wow. Look at oh, that. Yeah. Uh, maybe 30 years from now, it'll still be the Shula Bowl. Right. And uh, FAU at home is a 10-point favorite. Now, they always pound them. Uh, even last year when FAU was terrible, yeah. they pounded F- uh, FIU. I'll take FAU. Lay the point. 
I like F F A U. I like Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's got these guys going. I I, I was lucky to uh, get access to their practice from today, and they look like they're fired up. They Whoa! Look like they're ready to go. <laughs> well, Kevin got access to, the, to their practice. Well, you know, you go to Blue Martini and Brickle, you get a, you get high, you get uh, access to the Blue Martini and Boca. And yeah, you oh, you yeah. end up at practice for F A U, and you get some insider information. Oh, uh, look at look at that. Maybe they should have they should have like you know live practice cam like they do it like right. uh, like like on the horse tracks. You can go to see all the other horse yeah, tracks. Yeah. That Blue Martini, they should have Lane Kiffin practice cam. I mean, they do it. Just his Twitter. That, that was my access was his Twitter. <laughs> Missouri at Georgia. Georgia, a 16-and-a-half-point favorite home. Missouri's terrible on the road. I'm taking Georgia. Yeah, I think I like Matt Stafford here. Washington State at Cal. Uh, Washington State, an eight-point road favorite. Cal doesn't know who their quarterback's going to be. Uh, it's not Aaron Rodgers? It's not, it's not, it's not Aaron Rodgers. Kyle Bowler? It's not, it's not Kyle Bowler. Oh, man, they're both hurt. It's not Jared Goff. It's not Goff either? No. All right. Uh, well, I'm taking Cal plus the eight points. I think their defense will hang around. Yeah, but without knowing, without without those three quarterbacks hurt, I think I'm going to go with me. But like I said, Cal needs a quarterback like a vegetarian needs a meat slicer. Right, that's true. That's true. And now, you know what? I'm taking the under 251. Way too high to Washington right. State puts the points, but the Cal under trade yeah. is just too actually, damn good. I, I like Minshew, but I like the under here. Minshew. I mean, I guess Minshew could be playing for Washington State. He's probably he's yeah, and he's not, yeah, he's probably not going to be starting right. for the Jaguars anymore. Utah State at Fresno State. Fresno State, a five and a half point favorite at home. Jordan Lovey, he's been exposed. I'll take Fresno State. This is not a notepad game anymore? Nah, you can throw the notepad. It's a waste of time. You're just wasting paper yeah, at that point. I like the Utes. Even though the Utes is Utah, I like Utah State. Appalachia State at South Carolina. Or uh, yeah, Apple. Uh, another rivalry game. No, it's a border war. Yeah, border war. No, no, App State's rival is North Carolina. South Carolina is a five and a half point favorite home. Appalachian State just lost to Georgia Southern. Last they did. They time. did. Uh, big upset. Big upset. I think they're too emotionally drained. I'm taking South Carolina laying the five and a half points, and it can't be South Carolina and North Carolina the same year. No, I like the Mountaineers to be the best team in that state. Oh, uh, I'll take App State money line. Clemson, oh, which by the way, I gotta look up. Now you said money line, I gotta pull it up. You don't gotta, have to look it up, it's okay. No, no, it, it must be said. The all money line <laughs> bets must be mentioned. And so, do, 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 do. it sounds like the Halo. Uh, but why aren't you using your shady website this this week where you have I, the money lines there? I do have the shady website. Your, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it, the, I'm putting it Well, <laughs> this computer doesn't let you put up the gambling sites. Right. So I so I put it on the computer so we could both see okay. the lines. All right. But I, I have the shady website here on my phone, uh, okay. which Appalachian State money lines at plus 190. The primetime game, Saturday night, Clemson at NC State. The reason why Minnesota and uh, Penn State is not prime time is because uh, apparently the Big, Big Ten at Minnesota does not want nighttime games in yeah, November. Yeah, that's according to LSU Phil. LSU Phil texted us that Minnesota didn't want to have a nighttime game because of the weather in, in November. But now they have an 11 a.m. kickoff for the biggest game of the year. Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. That's better I, for them. I, I think it's better. Penn State won't be as awake. You won't get as many uh, Penn State alums or fans to be that awake. I think it's a good move. Uh, but anyways, we're all, we're mo Clemson five in the country. Uh, I'm sure they're gonna be motivated. They're at NC State. You know what this game's called? You probably remember this one. Uh, the border war. The the textile bowl. The textile bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah, textile oh, bowl. Wow. It's like wood and yeah, wood yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, Clemson's a thirty-one and a half point favorite at NC State. I'm taking Clemson. So how many how many tiles is, is NC State? Thirty-one and a half. Thirty-one and a half yeah. tiles. All right, I like Clemson. Yeah, I like Cle I like Clemson too. I know it's a rivalry game, but they pounded on him really bad last year with Ryan Finley, who's good, by the way going to be the starting quarterback for the Bengals. Yes. Notre Dame at Finley's son, by the way. Yeah. For, former Padre center fielder. That's not, that's not true. I don't know. <laughs> that, can't, that can't be true. I, I never know when I'm saying these things. <laughs> I mean, we were pretty close. We got, I, got, I got it right on Mike Riley, yeah. yeah. Flor Talk about those hard times for Notre Dame. They are at Duke, and they're going to be played on the ACC Network. So I'm sure the Irish are It's not on NBC? Because it's a road game. It's at Duke. Oh, okay. And uh, Duke, uh, Notre Dame is still an eight-point favorite at Duke. 
So I, no, I'm taking Notre Dame. So no Mike, no Mike, no Mike Tarico on the call. No Mike Tarico on the call. But Mark Rick's gonna be back in studio, thankfully. Yeah, but thankfully, glad he's yeah. healthy. Yeah, yep. Uh, I like Daniel Jones and Duke here. Oh, all right, all right. I hate Notre Dame. They're not good. Tennessee at Kentucky. Kentucky a one point favorite at home. I know a lot of people like Tennessee. Ten- Kentucky was a bigger favorite. A Wait, lot are we of doing football or basketball? We're doing, uh, we're doing football. Oh, okay, uh, sorry. Kentucky, Tennessee, because they're both basketball schools. Yeah, so yeah. I thought maybe we were doing basketball. I like this Lynn Bounded kid, this wide receiver playing quarterback for Kentucky. Yeah, he's been fun. And he's, a, he's an LSU Phil's College fantasy football yeah. team. Which, by the way, I'm playing him this week, but I'm out uh, of the playoffs. Not that it matters. Right. I'm just playing for personal pride. Uh, I'll take Kentucky. Lay the point. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I got Tennessee right last week. It's the only time I'll ever pick Tennessee, so I will take Kentucky. Liberty at BYU. Uh, BYU is a 17-point favorite at home, and I, it's a long travel for Liberty to go to out there in the altitude of, in Utah. Yeah. I'm taking BYU. I know I, lo- I love to take Liberty to take death. And they they did help cruise easily against UMass. Yeah, but everybody cruises against yeah. UMass. I'm uh, taking BYU. I like Brigham Young here as well. Iowa State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma, 14 and a half point favorite at home. Your boy Purdy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, I think Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma. Actually, I think Oklahoma doubles a lot. Yeah, so I think they went like 30 points. Yeah, I like Oklahoma big too. And I know Iowa State could give them a game out from time to time, but I, I don't like them on the road. Wyoming at Boise State. Wyoming is actually leaving Laramie, going to Boise, Idaho. That's not that far. I wonder if they still have to drive to Denver. Actually, they probably have to. They probably just bus from Wyoming to Boise. All right, this is going to sound terrible, man. We're, we're not getting any NLW listeners on this podcast, but now I have to look this up. Yeah. Distance from Laramie to Cheyenne. Boise. Boise. It's not Cheyenne. Boise to Boise. Yeah, it's not the beaches of Cheyenne. <laughs> beaches of Cheyenne. Oh, 685 uh, miles, 10-hour ten hour bus ride. Right, so they, fly, they probably take the bus. Yeah, t- 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 geez, a 10-hour bus ride. Well, I mean, what are they going to do? I, I don't even know. You, I guess they're they go could down to drive Denver, to Denver and, and then fly. fly. Yeah, I guess they can do that. Do, semi-doable, but uh, six, six, 600 miles, that's the distance. Boise State's a 14-point favorite. And if they're taking a 10-hour bus ride, I'm definitely taking Boise State, laying the 14. No, I like Josh Allen money line here. Now I get, now I get your point. I got, now I get Hank Brockmeyer. Uh, no, I need, I, need, I need all these group of fives to lose. Nevada at San Diego State, your boys. San yeah. Diego State. Look, I, I thought I thought I saw a where San Diego State cracked the top twenty-five. They did. They did oh, they cracked the AP top twenty-five. Yeah, not but then the college football playoff rankings. Yeah, came they out. didn't crack the Condoleezza Rice and Andrew Luck's dad <laughs> poll, but they but they cracked the uh, AP top twenty-five. <laughs> right? Is, is it Oliver Luck and Condoleezza yeah, Rice yeah, yeah. on the committee? That's usually that's the go-to. They they probably are Frank Beamer. You know. Right. Oh, they have Frank Beamer on the yeah, committee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know if he's on this year, but he's usually. Well, he's a the, he's the uh, special teams analyst for the committee. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's there to block all the computers. <laughs> right, right, like, oh, should we put a Clemson at five or, or at four? Eh, Clemson special team is iffy. I think they should be at five. <laughs> San Diego State seventeen point favorites. I'm going with the I'm going with the Aztecs. You know what? I'm actually gonna go with the Fighting Colin Kaepernick's here. Whoa! I, th- I think San Diego State wins, but I don't think they cover seventeen points. And uh, have, did we mention on the podcast that? Um, that the first time ever that the MVPs of the finals and we the did World not. Series. We did not. Both San Diego yeah. Aztecs. If you listen 30 years from now, it's a great it's nugget. The, it's the first time in the history of the four major sports where there's two uh, playoff MVPs that are from the same university, Kawhi Leonard and Steven Strasburg. Kawhi Leonard was the NBA Finals MVP, and Steven Strasburg was the World Series Ka- MVP. Kawhi Leonard caused an uproar with his uh, load management. Right. So, but you said, so now you, like you said it. Now you know who's going to be the uh, Super Bowl MVP this year. Oh, uh, Rashad Penny. Because that means the Seahawks are going to win the Super Bowl, so put your money on him while you can. 
<laughs> that's just it's true. I, mean, I can just imagine Rashad Penny was a Super Bowl. I'm already without pets. I can't make any more bets. Right. But uh, San Jose State at Hawaii, the last game of the night. Hawaii at eight point favorite at home. You know, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Spartans, San Jose State. You know, I like I like the rainbows here. All right, it's halftime. All right. Oh, I got, and, uh, finally got <laughs> to halftime. Woo! Yeah. In between college and the NFL. So of course we got to play our favorite game. We teased it earlier. So are we ready to cue up the music? Always ready, sir. Robert, did you hear about the charges moving to uh, London? Oh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> right. There's a column on, on, on so there's 30, it looks like 30 years from now. Tell us how it's going. Tell us where they are. Maybe they are actually in London 30 years so from now. We'll start with the article because you just mentioned the article. The first biaso of that article is The Athletic. Ooh. Because they this article is bloody. Like there's, they have no. I I think the chances of the seniors moving to London are at zero percent. I think the athletic just needs subscribers, so they they write this ridiculous article that is obviously not true, just so they can get clicks and maybe get subscribers. Uh-huh. The author of that article, Vincent Vasignori, and Vincent Vasignori and I are you know we're old we're old pals. Whoa, yeah, well, in the journalist circle. Yeah, yeah, we we've gotten into many a Twitter battles. Me and me and old Vinny. Whoa. Uh, Vincent Bonsignore is a he's, he's not a bad dude, decent writer, but the one thing about Vincent Bonsignore is that he is the typical. Uh, let me. How do I phrase this correctly? Fake news. Not fake news. No, he just his. He won't. He won't criticize players. He won't criticize owners. He basically does whatever the franchise. He he works for the Athletic now, but he's an LA guy. He used to work for the LA Daily News. And every article he's ever written about the Rams and the Seawards has always been positive. Every single article he's ever written about Jerry So you're Goff saying he's a shill. I mean, you're, you're suggesting he might be a shill. Like, for a long time, I asked him at, on Twitter. I would ask him every other day if the if his check from the Spandos family cleared because I was very concerned that it wasn't going to get cleared because they're not they don't have the money to, to pay him. <laughs> but it, it was clear that he was, a, he was working for their PR. Um, so I thought it was weird that he came up with this article knowing that uh, – Dean Spanos was not going to be happy with it. Mm-hmm. and But the article came out. Uh, I did not subscribe to The Athletic, so I didn't read the whole article, but I, I am enough of it to know what it was what was going on. And then, so I reached out to some sources I have in Southern California, and I'm not reporting this, but what I will say is that it seems like this article was given to, this story was given to Von Signori by Stan Kroenke. Oh, let's get this because Vincent Vasiori will do whatever whatever Stan says. Get this article. Let's let's make LA hate the Seawards even more because Stan Kroenke is extremely upset at the Seawards because they haven't sold their PSA. It was, was going to be four hundred fifty million dollars going towards the stadium, but now it's going to be a hundred. So, but Vincent Vasiori is just a payaso, like, and I I don't understand this whole thing of like just writing stuff without like there's no way there hasn't even been talks about this. Like the, he was just throwing it out there. He was just, but he made it seem like, oh, they would entertain this. Why would they entertain this now when they haven't even moved to Cronky World yet? Like they, yeah. they, 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 why would? They yeah, like, but they say the move wouldn't happen until so, like twenty twenty three. So, so Vincent Vasquez is a payaso for two reasons. Either is what I think is that Cronky fed in the news, or Goodell fed in the story to try to, to wait, gauge the feel for moving a team to London. Oh yeah, yeah. But. If you have any sort of a brain on you, you know that none of this London is going to happen until after the new CBA is signed. Yeah. Like, it might be part of the CBA. It may not, but they have to figure this out. So, Vincent Vaccinori writing this article with absolutely no sources, it's just 
uh, unless they were given to him by fake sources. Uh, yeah, I just don't see how it's possible for a team to be right. in London. You know, it, it would mess everything up. They have to have a yeah. temporary practice facility. It just seemed, it, it would just seem odd. I think the more the, another theory I saw was that the NFL was using this to force you know the the league to go to seventeen games. The pressure right. of saying, hey, we, well, we, we, saying, if like, we don't go to seventeen games, we're going to put a team in London. That's what I'm saying. Like, None maybe, of the players maybe, are going to want to play in London. Maybe it was Goodell like putting it out there, like let's see what reaction we can get from the fans and from the players because the CBA talks are coming up. But Vincent Vassiliou, he he just he'll write anything that is given to him by the NFL or by the by specific teams. It just it just like it's not it's just not that story shouldn't have been written. And I mean, I love it. I love the fact that Dean Spanos had to go on the radio and defend himself because he's a payaso. I wish he would have defended himself that way when he was in San Diego about the potential move to Los Angeles. He never did. So now the other payaso is the NFL. The NFL is a payaso because if if this story is true, then why have you been telling me for the last three years that everything is fine in in Los Angeles. Oh, and another reason why Vincent Monsignor is a payaso is because every week he goes on the Twitter and he tells people that, that L.A. is a two-team market and that the Seawards will, will work in Los Angeles. They just need time. I'm not even sure the Clippers are uh, are doing. I mean, I mean uh, that the opening night game when the Clippers against the Lakers was a Clippers home game. It was like two thirds Lakers crowd, right. and I remember Kawhi being at a Rams game, yeah. and they're like, "Here, here's Kawhi Leonard, everybody!" Right. And he got booed. Right. He got booed off right. the face right. of the right. earth. Right. Like that's a that's a hardcore Lakers yeah. town over there. As much as I love Philip Rivers, the same thing would happen to him in a Laker game. Yeah, like if you give me shows, what happened to him in a I mean, I don't know if the Rams hate the Chargers so, that much, but right. So Vincent Bonsignori, though, he's been telling me for three years that uh, that two teams, two teams is going to work, and now all of a sudden he says, "No, wait, maybe not. Maybe they're going to go to London." And then there was another reason why Vincent Bonsignori was a payaso of the week, and this oh, is the winner. Oh, the triple payaso for him. Oh, though he's he's a he's a payaso. Uh, so there was a a post by Barstool Chicago on Twitter. Mm-hmm. that Khalil Mack didn't hand out candy to kids during Halloween. Mm-hmm. Instead, he hired a guard to say that his house is, quote, not doing Halloween. What a bad look. That was the Barstool Chicago post. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I understand. So Vinny Bonsignori, who, of course, has to defend the players because that's what he does. He said, quote, let's see. Thursday night after a heavy third down defense, install practice day with plenty of studying film work the rest of the night ahead of pretty much a must win. He doesn't need to apologize to anyone for prioritizing work over some uh, if, if you're going to dump me, it might be, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but over some, quote, dumbass holiday ritual. It's a lot. It's a lot? Okay. So that was the quote. I was just right. reading the quote. He said, uh, to apologize to anyone for prioritizing work over some dumbass holiday ritual. I responded to him, and I said, um, you know, Vinny, uh, old Twitter feud fellow here, why can't the guard give out Halloween candy? Why, why can't the guard who's telling the kids, hey, we're not doing Halloween, how about you make the kids day and give them a Twix? That's a fair point. Yeah. So, never... so, but why does Vincent Vasinori feel the need to defend every single player and every He's single? He's the opposite of the CBS Sports updates. Like, it's unbelievable. It's <laughs> He's unbelievable. Like, it's just. It's also whether you like Halloween or not. It's just a bad take. Like oh, like I mean I don't have children, but if I had a three-year-old kid and I happen to live in the same neighborhood as I don't know, let's say Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. and I went to Jimmy Butler's house. And, hey, look, it's Jimmy Butler. We're in the same neighborhood. We know it's Jimmy's house. My three-year-old kid, then trick-or-treat at Jimmy's house, and Jimmy Butler's, oh, no, we have a, a big security guard. Like, sorry, we're not doing Halloween. Like, it's just a bad move by Khalil Mack. But, 
at least have the guard give out the candy and, and Vincent Vonsignore just defending him. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he could give the guard uh, by, uh, a candy. I mean, this guy, I mean, I don't know if this guy can lose by us of the week with all the stuff that he's <laughs> no, talking No, he can't, he can't. But uh, I, I, got a, I got a couple of suggestions, too. I mean, uh, Dean Spanos, like, n- not knowing what you just told me just now, I thought when Deed Spanos went on that rant where he mm-hmm. was cursing left and right, yeah. I, I felt like they gave the article more validity. Like, why would he be so adamant in his denial like that? It feels like he, he's overcompensating. He's trying too hard. Right. So what you're saying makes sense, but mm-hmm. he never was that aggressive about denying the move to Los Angeles from San Diego. So I, th- I don't think he was – I don't think he was I, – I get what you're saying, but I don't think it was that. And the exact quote was, it was total bleep, bleep, okay, we're not going to London, we're not going anywhere – we're playing in Los Angeles. This is our home. Even though nobody knows this is our home, this is our home, and nobody wants to come to our home games. This is where I'm planning <laughs> to be for a long bleep and period. Uh, hopefully, you don't live that long because you're yeah. a horrible person. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> you think it's okay? Rocky? You can, you can, you, you. I can go viral with that. I don't care. If he has a problem, he can come see me. Him and his son John Dean, who always ignores me on the Twitter, they can come. They can come talk to me in person if they if they feel the need. <laughs> I, I got another Piasso candidate. Obviously, he's not going to beat the writer, but uh, the Dolphins—they had a great win yesterday, uh, this past Sunday. They I'm did. happy. That's they, not why they're the Piasso. It fins up, but this has to do with London. They—they they subscribe for next year to be uh, playing one of their home games in the international series. Either like London they volunteered. Or, they volunteered. Okay. Now here's the thing. You know, the Dolphins had the Super Bowl this year, and it's a known thing. Where, like if you're, if you're hosting a Super Bowl, you have to like. You have to give up one of your home games to London, but right. they've already did that. They they gave up a game in London uh, two years ago mm-hmm. uh, to, to the Saints. They gave up a divisional game a couple years before that against the Jets. I feel like they're, they've way overpaid their debts to outsource one of their home games to London. And and if you're gonna do that, why not do it in a year where you're tanking? Like this year would have been a perfect year to give up one of your home games to London. And now if you could possibly get to a, a top, uh, I mean, people might be excited to see. And you're gonna give up one of your home games in London. I think it was bad timing. They could have done this last year. I mean, they're not gonna be. They're not gonna be better. They're not gonna be that much better. But would you year, much rather like... give up one of the game this year to London than next year? If you're gonna be re- in, a, in a full-out rebuild. Like you, this this Bengals game coming up, that game could have totally been outsourced to London. No, no, no. You want do you want the the, the Borough Bowl in London? No way. <laughs> the, the Borough Bowl should, should be Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. It should it should be the highest rated football game outside of a playoff game in the history of the NFL. I can't wait for that. Game. <laughs> is it here? Is it here? It is here. I might actually go to that game. I, I'm I, I'm so excited about that game. I think it's gonna be the best game of the year. And with that, let's get to our NFL picks. Uh, the Lions at the Bears. Uh, the Bears, two-and-a-half-point favorites how, at home. How is that possible? With the, with the worst coach in the league and and Trubisky. Oh, Trubisky should have been a bias of the week candidate. Oh, yeah, turn, turn the TVs turn, off? Turn, turn, turn the TVs off at Hallis Hall because he doesn't like people criticizing him. Oh, that guy. That, that, <laughs> that guy cannot hand, uh, handle antidote, yeah. which I guess is the opposite of rat poison. Like I, said. Right. I, mean, I, I If I'm a quarterback, I would want... All yeah. the TVs around call it, giving me negativity. I would be fo- right. more motivated. I'd rather have that than you know, all the TVs in the office t- telling right. everybody how good I am. Correct. And then I start feeling myself. Right, 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 right. Correct. Remember, uh, by the way, remember when the Raiders weren't getting any more sacks because of Khalil Mack? 
got traded to the yep. Bears. Well, they just had Philip Rivers. Oh, look at that. Uh, I'll take the Lions here. I'll, I'll take. I'll take. Uh, you know what? The Bears are at home. Detroit outdoors. I'll take. I'll take the Bears. I think they bounce back. It's gonna be an ugly game, but they, yeah. they cover. Ravens at Bengals. Uh, Ravens ten and a half point favorites at home. Uh, AJ Green not expected to come back no. yet, but it will be Ryan Finley as the quarterback for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I'm very tempted to take the Bengals money line because Ravens just come off a huge win against the Patriots. Now they're playing the lowly Bengals yeah, on the just, road. You're just hoping for a Bengals win. Because you guys beat yes. the Jets, and now you need the Bengals to win. Because yeah. Adam Gase hates you so much, he let you win. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I'll take the Ravens here. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Bengals plus a ten and a half. I'm All not, right. not going to take money line. But how about this for a fishy game? Yeah, you this, got the, is, this one's super fishy. You got the six and two Bills at the two and six Browns, but the two and six Browns are three point favorites at home. Yeah. Yeah, that means I think that it's an even matchup. It's an even matchup on a neutral field, six and two against two and six. So you know what I think here? Actually, I think this is the game where Odell Beckham goes off. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna take the Browns too. I think this Bills is the, being a bunch of bad teams. I think this is the OBJ game. I like the I like the Bills though, but I think this is the OBJ game. I was worried we weren't gonna have a line for this game, but a line has just come out. The Chiefs at the Titans. Philip Rivers just threw an interception. Damn it, I have him on my fantasy team. Uh, the Chiefs are six-point favorites on the road at Tennessee, and it appears Mahomes is gonna come back because he's had two straight days of a full practice. Yeah, I'm taking the uh, Ryan Tannehill at home, but I'll take the Chiefs. I like Tennessee here. I, I, I like Tennessee. I think I don't think Patrick Mahomes is gonna, Mahomes is gonna end up playing. So if I can get this line, I'll take it. Hey, if you like, if you don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to play, you should probably jump on the. Even though we we all got robbed of seeing the uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Buccaneers are four and a half point favorites. Now with these uh clocks rolling back, Arizona is only two hours behind because they don't right. they don't roll the clocks back like we do. No, they do not. Uh, but they're not they're not. It's not quite the West Coast team traveling east playing the one o'clock game. Yeah. Which but oh. which by the way, uh, thirty years from now. Uh, wonder if this will eventually stop because I know in Florida they passed the law that they would uh, not roll the clocks back anymore, that they would stay on daylight savings time full time. But obviously, mm-hmm. they have to be in sync with the other uh, states on the East Coast. Yeah, it has to be federal. It has to be a federal decision. But uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it gets it gets dark earlier. I like it. You like you like. You I like, prefer it. You prefer it this time. Yeah, that way when I go to a bar at five thirty, I feel like less of an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, I get I get out of work and it's kind of dark and I feel like I had a long day, successful day at work because it's already dark. I I prefer it. Uh, that's true, but you know, at least with my work, I'm, I'm up at four. I'm driving to work like around four thirty. It's still dark anyways, right. no matter what. But yeah, I'm not gonna. I'd be driving to work in the sun because of this time change. But I, I like the other way better. I mean, guys, I mean a little, 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 little later daylight. I mean, the, the reason why they want it is because the business is out in the beach. They get open an extra hour. You know, it's more revenue coming in. Oh yeah, and it's also less electricity that you use because yeah. if there's light out, you don't turn the lights on and all that. But another thing, especially in South Florida, what I've noticed is that. I mean, maybe it's just been – I don't remember how it is every year, but I've noticed it this year that it just feels – it doesn't feel as hot. Like, it feels like it cools down earlier because the sun's not out. So yeah. Instead of, like, at, at 7 – like, last night at 7 p.m., it was nice. It was a nice night. Whereas in before, the sun's still out. It's still 124 degrees. It's still hot as heck. <laughs> but I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take the Buccaneers. I'll, I'll lay the points. I like Arizona money line. You don't have to look it up, but I like Arizona. Plus money. Line. You already got Arizona. All right, all right. Are you on the shady app again? All right, I like Arizona. Here. Shady, shady, shady app. Yeah, that's what I said. Shady. <laughs> I, I believe you said shady. All right. How about this game? New York Giants at the New York Jets. It's uh, I guess you can call it a neutral field, but um. It's it's a Jets. It's officially a Jets home game. There'll so be more Giants fans. There might be more Giants fans, but the, the end zones will be green. The end zones yeah. will be Jets green. What's the line? Uh, I guess on a neutral. I don't know if this is a neutral field or a road line, but the Giants are two and a half point favorites. 
Uh, Adam Gase already did what he had to do to losing to the Dolphins. I think he wins this game. Yeah, I like the Giants. Uh, I think they'll have more fans there. And, you know, Gase sucks, as he's been proven. Uh, and Sam Darnold, woof, he's getting a lot so much for that whispering of quarterbacks. Well, no offensive line, no middle yeah, linebackers. Yeah, 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 wait yeah, wait till he gets his players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, it, just give him an all-pro team. And then right. Well, yeah. That's how you win games, man. You have them an all-pro team. You, you think Bill Belichick can win with a bunch of bums? Which reminds me, you sound like these callers. I was, I was did some time listening to the, to the in New York radio using the radio.com rewind. Which, oh, yeah. by the way, thirty years. <laughs> no, I was listening to. Uh, I mean, Fred Cecil, Yeah, I was listening more to this, this Joe and Evan, which apparently from my New York insiders tell me that's the best show for a Jets rant. Okay. And uh, apparently, they get during the season and after Gase was hired by the Jets, they. The only pe- the people who are most adamant defending Adam Gase were Dolphin fans who called in like what like that's not a representative of the Dolphin fan base. I'm sure if the Dolphin fans living in New York, maybe they don't get the in-depth coverage that we do. They're not as as clued to what's going on with the Dolphins as how. But like if you down here, we know Adam Gase sucks. But apparently these people uh, in New York when they were going on the rant is like the only people who thought this guy was good was Dolphin fans. I'm like, bro, that's not true. But I guess I guess in their, on their radio program the Dolphin fans call up there, and I did hear a couple Dolphin fans call it defend Adam Gase. It was very embarrassing. I mean, I live down here, and I think he's a good coach. I mean, you don't know, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Bill Belichick can win with a bunch of bumps, but he yeah. might be the only coach in the yeah. NFL, the only NFL history to be able to do that. All right, mo- moving on through the docket of NFL games. Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are 13.5-point favorites at home. You know, and I know Atlanta's coming off a bye, but I think the Saints are too. Yeah, uh, they, uh, the Saints are coming off of a bye. Uh, is Matt Ryan playing? Uh, Matt Ryan, I think, is playing, but Kamara's also playing. Kamara's the Saints. Playing. I'm taking the Saints. Atlanta Falcons has zero defense. They're, they're a mess. Yeah. They're a mess. I, I, I'm surprised Dan Quinn is still there. Yeah, he's not might not be there very long. Nope. But he has that Super Bowl. It's kind of like done, well, they, But it wasn't even him. They haven't done anything since Kyle Shanahan left to the 49ers. Yeah. Well, Kyle Shanahan, you know, almost single, was nuked that Super Bowl. By right, but he's up 23, yeah. 23, and then he blew it at the end. But that offense has not been even close to the same since he left. Now, our, oh, we're already at the 4 o'clock games, SDI. All right, perfect. How about this? A 4.05 Miami Dolphins at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are 11-point favorites. It looks like Jacoby Brissett's going to play, but that's still, I mean, it could still be Brian Hoare at start quarterback. You know what? I think the Dolphins hang around. I'm not oh, saying yeah. no way, but I, I think Look at you. Around. They won one game, and now you're their biggest fan. No, again. they've covered four games in a row. Yeah. Uh, After not covering, getting steamrolled four games what, in a row. What's, what's the line? 11. Colts minus 11. So I'll give my official pick as the Dolphins, but if Brissett plays, I think the Colts win by more. I think uh, 3-0 Raiders, by the way. Carolina at Green Bay, 425. The Packers are five-and-a-half-point favorites to get home against Kyle Allen. Oh, one of the, the Allen brothers. One of the Allen brothers. Oh, All three of them got a win last week. How about that? I, I, yeah, so like the dad was in Carolina. The mom was in Denver. I guess the brother was in uh, Buffalo. I mean, the yeah, Buffalo yeah. ones won plenty, so they don't need him to go that much. But... but I think Brandon is on a bye this week. So Brandon is be, on a bye. There'll only be two Allen quarterbacks. Yeah, so now the, the mom will go to Buffalo. The dad will go to Carolina. Or I think the boy, the mom will go to Cleveland because Buffalo's on the road. Oh, you Cleveland. know what I mean. Right, yeah, right. Green Bay, yeah. But you know what? I'll take Green Bay, lay the five and a half. Green Bay is, I'm so disappointed in the Packers. They, they totally, oh, yeah, I know. I was a Packer fan last week, and they totally they totally messed up. But I think they bounced back, I think. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has two bad games in a row. I like Green Bay here. L.A. Rams at the Pittsburgh Steelers. L.A. Rams, four-point road favorites traveling cross-country, but it is a 425 game. Right. I, I think the Steelers, I just think that the Steelers. You love the Steelers, by the way. 
Uh, because they have he, the Dolphins draft pick, so chances are they have to win. Yeah, you, you think they're? You, you, I think you've, on the record, are saying they might be a playoff team. They they they, they won three in a row. They're right. four and four, yeah, and they have another game at home. And I don't trust Jared Goff on the road. And nope. who knows what kind of shape Todd Gurley's in? I'll take it. Steelers money line. Yeah, plus one seventy. I'm with you. I'll go money line too here. I'm with you. And I'm sure Mika Fitzpatrick will have another pick six. <laughs> Ninety-seven yard pick six. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at the Dallas Cowboys Sunday night football. Cowboys three point favorites at home. I'm going to be like Lizzo and uh, take the Minnesota Vikings. No, I like the Vikings here, too. I'm surprised Dallas is favorite. Minnesota's they, been playing well. Kirk Cousins has been playing out of his mind. I'm sure 30 years from now, Lizzo will have another uh, another 10 songs related to about the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, is that the, the Minnesota Vikings? Yeah, that's, that's Lizzo? Her. Yeah, it's Lizzo, yeah. Okay. See, right. look, at, look at me with dropping the hip look knowledge. Look at you, yeah, wait, yeah, man. I mean, I've heard that song a million times at the bars, but I never knew who it was, but... But I just know she was with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. And now Monday Night Football. Good game Monday night. Seattle at San Francisco. That is a good game. Uh, San Francisco, a six-point favorite. I always wonder how it, Monday Night Football is on the West Coast because they have like a 5 a.m. Uh, 5 a.m. It's a 5 a.m. local kick. 5 p.m. 5, 5 p.m. Yeah, local 5 kick. 5.30, yeah. yeah I mean, how, how are people going to get to the game on time? Getting out of work. Uh, where getting, is it? In... It's at San Francisco, uh, which well, is like it's, it's like a 40-minute drive from actual San Francisco. It's like yeah. what, Santa Clara? Well, so when I, was a, when, I was a for, when I was a former SeaWorld season ticket holder, when they played on Monday night, I would just leave work an hour early. Well, something not everybody could do that. No, no, but you, I mean, you, you can like you just take you take a half day or something if you have sick days left over. There's ways around it. But I mean, not everybody. I mean, and, 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 and let's say you do get out of I mean, work on time, you still gotta drive like 45 minutes right, to get to the, Santa Clara. But the, but the wine and cheese crowd in Santa Clara can get around it. I think they'll be okay. Uh, they're undefe- plus they're undefeated. Yeah, I know they really. Yeah, it's, it's a really good game. It's a great game. I think. I know. I think it'll be. It'll be packed. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it's not going to be all. It's not going to be all Niner fans, but it'll be. It'll be. It'll be a ruckus crowd. Well, I'm sure at some point by the second quarter it'll be jam packed. No, no, Rob, it's not Miami. Every, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> Josh Everybody Richardson? is Josh there's, Richardson? More, there's a lot more people like Miami than you think. Oh, you, I think they're all like Miami. Yeah, I'm, I'm making fun of Josh Richardson. Yeah, have you ever watched Houston Rockets? You ever see when they the first quarter of their games? Right. There's like nobody there. Have you ever watched game. the LA Dodgers? Yeah. Everybody shows up at the fourth inning and, yeah. leaves, and leaves by the seventh. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Get there at the fourth to avoid traffic and leave at the seventh to avoid traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, you know what? Seattle. It seems like the, everybody wants you to take Seattle plus the six, but they, they just had a, a near a close win against Tampa Bay. They have a lot of close. They only beat Cincinnati at home by one point. I, I think Cincinnati, I mean, Seattle might be a little bit overrated. I'll take the 49ers. I'll lay the points. Yeah, I like that, that defense, man. That's the best defense I've seen since the Broncos Super Bowl defense. I think I think the Niners win this game. Wow, well, we made it We made it through our, our picks with it under an hour and a half, including a halftime, including us talking about the Cheetah escapades. And, yeah. Uh, I'm still Sans Pants. I mean, it's hard to be Sans Pants this long. I probably should put my pants on. You probably should. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll have my pants on next week. <laughs> <laughs>